Movies Are a Thing is a weekly podcast going over the movies premiering this week and any other movie-related tangents we decide to venture off onto. Hello and welcome to Movies Are a Thing. My name is John. And I'm Travis. And here are the movies premiering this week. But before we get to that, Travis. Yes, sir. How's your week been going, man? Oh, it's been fantastic. That's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, just working like yeah. normal. Uh, can't say anything really exciting happened, which is good because, you know, I've usually... Well, lately I've been having more trouble than anything, but, you know, it's all good. Right, right. <laughs> that, I so think that's nice an understatement to, there. Yes. Uh, so it's nice to have a little bit of quiet time. Uh, but let's see. I had, I did, I watched three things this weekend. You did? Uh, one not a movie and two movies. So okay. I, I finished, uh, season, the season four part two of, uh, Stranger Things. Okay. And I really liked it, but the ending pissed me off. <laughs> good to know. Good to know. So, <laughs> not to get into spoilers, but yeah, it ticked me off. Uh, let's see. And then the two movies I watched, I watched Thor Love and Thunder. Mm-hmm. And I watched uh, Big Trouble Little China. Okay, so you got a classic in there to go along with the... Did, did Thor Love and Thunder make you want to watch an 80s movie? It did. It very much did. <laughs> okay, how was Thor? It was really, really good. You enjoyed it. Okay. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Taika Waititi blew it out of the park once again. Uh, I had just as much fun with it as I did in Ragnarok. So Good. Good. Yeah. I know it's kind of been getting some mixed reviews. As long as you have... I mean... I don't know what okay can I ask why what are people saying a scattered affair that at certain points is played out as an out-and-out comedy uh two crammed with one-liners and glitzy set pieces it's a marvel movie what do you expect uh let's see here uh where Ragnarok poked irreverent fun at its genre love and thunder feels geared towards the faithful packed with the kind of cutesy asides and knowing winks that tend to exasperate outsiders okay all right uh, there are moments in Love and Thunder where the film feels like a $185 million megaphone dedicated solely to amplifying the voice of Taika Waititi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, that, that's that's just some, I mean, just some of them. I get you. I get you. <laughs> no, I really enjoyed it. Uh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. It's, uh, the cameos are fantastic. I, it was action packed. It has heart. It makes you feel. I mean, what more? Does it, can does you it ask also for? have earth, air, fire, and water? Earth, air, fire, water. Uh, to make Captain Planet. Oh, that joke stretched for me. Uh, <clears throat> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> and there's one thing in the movie that I think you will appreciate because we because we appreciate it together. Yeah. And uh, so, not many people are going to know this, but they know that we worked at the movie theater together. Mm-hmm. So there was a uh, a fellow manager of ours gave me a screaming goat for my birthday, and we played with it constantly. <laughs> and that movie is filled with screaming goats, and it's fantastic. <laughs> Oh, perfect, perfect. I heard somebody say something about goats, and I was yep. very confused, but mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yep. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. And then, okay. oh, big, and then Big Trouble Little China. Mm-hmm. I, I, I hadn't seen that one. Okay. And I, and I was really in the mood to watch an 80s movie. So I was like, you know, I'm going to hit some John Carpenter and see what's up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was pleasantly surprised. It was really good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love the practical effects in it. I th- that's one thing about the '80s and '90s that I miss was the good practical effects. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and e- every every once in a while it would be good practical effects. I've, for the rest of the time, it was kind of. Uh, uh, 
Well, okay, for the movies you know that have the good practical effects, it's fantastic. But mm-hmm. for the ones that you don't, you can also pick those out of the crowd, though, too. Right. But, yeah, I, I really enjoyed all of the practical effects. Uh, Kurt Russell did a fantastic job as the main character. Uh, <laughs> it, it was just a lot of fun, super cheesy, and I really enjoyed it. Very nice. Yeah. How about you? Did you watch anything this weekend? Uh, no, but I got burned. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I was uh, I was out of town for the weekend and actually. Gotcha. Uh, got some got some sun for once, you know. You got not some sitting, color. Got not <laughs> sitting at my at my computer all day. Yeah, red <laughs> is a color, right? <laughs> On top of the red that I got before. Oh, well, remind me not to slap your back the next time I see you. <laughs> well, like that's the thing. Uh, it was on a uh, lazy river run down the Mississippi. Oh, so it's on your chest? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. that's awful. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm a little sore, but it was a good weekend. It was a good weekend spent with you know family and friends and stuff. So. Well, good. Excellent. Well, I'm glad to hear it, man. Yeah. Nice getting away from the computer for a little bit, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's nice to break away once in a while exactly exactly uh but now that we're back here what do you think should we uh, go into some movie news let's hop on in all right well the first couple of things that we have are you know a little bit on the sadder side of things mm-hmm. uh this week actually james con and monty norman have passed away uh james con obviously in you know a, a few a few movies mm-hmm. you know one or two if you've ever watched the godfather or uh thief or Elf, or mm-hmm. Misery, or Brian's Song. Mm-hmm. You know, James Caan. Uh, he ended up passing away on July 6th. Oh, that's too bad. But uh, I know you keep on going on, you know, about Elf every once in a while, whenever it, get, it gets brought up, right? <laughs> oh, of course. How can you not? I mean, Elf is one of my favorite Christmas movies. Uh, James Caan, I, I know him from a select few things. Elf being one of them, um, mm-hmm. obviously Misery, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. The, the, uh, the Godfather. I haven't seen Brian's song, but uh, it's very sad to hear that he passed. Uh, I guess now we'll never get a, we will never get an Elf sequel. Yeah, not that well, not that Will Ferrell ever wanted to do one in the first place, but that's besides right. the point. But right, right. And one thing I actually did not know is that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was kind of famous for passing over some like films that would go on and bring huge success to other actors. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So he passed on starring roles for MASH, for really? The French Connection. Really? One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Really? Close Encounters of the, of the Third Kind. Really? Kramer vs. Kramer. <laughs> Apocalypse Now. Blade Runner. Oh, and... What? and superman so i don't know if he would have been like lex luther or something or if he was if they were trying to see if he would be superman himself you know i would say lex luther makes more sense because then that makes me think of the french connection because of gene hackman that i'm wondering if like maybe they because they look similar kind of okay okay uh obviously more so when they were younger than they were older but uh yeah i thought i always thought that those two looked very similar so Mm. maybe that has something to do with it but i just don't know but okay okay so okay i i don't know why i didn't put this together (laughs) okay it seems so obvious Mm. but in uh okay so he was he was on that tv show las vegas back in like 2003 oh i remember that yep okay yep and then in 2012 he actually guest starred on hawaii 50 okay you know why? Why? Because it stars his son, Scott Can. Oh my! Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I take it you just got that put together for you too. I, I sure did. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why? What? And then like, okay, yep, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like, of course, it's so obvious now, but like, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, James Con has passed away, and then also Monty Norman, who you probably don't know the name. But you know his work. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you've ever 
heard a James Bond theme. That is the work of Monty Norman. Yeah, that that's that he basically made got commissioned to make that for Doctor No back in nineteen sixty two. Okay. And it's been uh pretty iconic ever since. Wow, is that the only thing that he's worked on that is of note or is there any other to his credit? Uh so he also wrote for the Hammer movie, The Two Faces of Doctor Jekyll. Uh okay. The Day the Earth Caught Fire. Uh let's see here. The Bob Hope Eon Productions movie called Call Me Buana. Oh. Okay. And then the T V miniseries Dickens of London. Hmm. Okay. But yeah, he basically, you know, would sing in, in big bands and appear on variety shows and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. wow. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. I mean, obviously we know him well from his piece of work in James Bond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh but I always kind of figured that there would have been more, but that surprises me that it was kind of lower. Yeah, it was like basically a known for known for one thing worldwide and then just kind of led a quiet life after that. But I mean, that big thing kind of has lasted for so many years. So mm-hmm. I'm sure mm-hmm. those residual checks had to have been adding up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. Most definitely. Uh, but yeah, so kind of moving on to some of the other stuff that we have here. Okay. Going into, going back over to Marvel. You were mm-hmm. just talking about Thor, Love and mm-hmm. Thunder. And we have news on Captain America 4. Oh, okay. So spoilers for, uh, you know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sam Wilson has fully taken the mantle of Captain America. Mm-hmm. And it looks like Julius Ona is going to be playing or is going to be directing the film now that name does not sound familiar that's because uh julius has has not uh well basically best known for the cloverfield paradox oh i never did see that okay yeah that's kind of the thing that he's he's most known for Mm -hmm. so it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see um we'll see if this is going to be another kind of like just great director that is able to do their own thing with you know marvel mm-hmm. or if it's going to be you know another uh <laughs> thor dark world um <laughs> what Everybody. we'll have to see we'll, we'll have to see how it goes uh, uh you know obviously we're gonna we're gonna kind of keep uh like we always do we're gonna kind of keep keep judgment until we start seeing trailers and synopsis and all exact, that kind of stuff exactly right uh but yeah so that should be that should be fun <laughs> most definitely <laughs> but with a little bit more of a well-known director mm-hmm. uh bong joon ho we've kind of halfway talked about his new movie and stuff like that you know that's the one that mm-hmm. robert pattinson is going to be in based on the novel mickey seven that came out i believe earlier this year mm-hmm. uh but yeah so bong joon ho is making a a movie based off of that and it looks like steven yun is joining in Ah, okay. So, I mean, a lot of people will know Steven Yeun from Walking Dead. Yep. But, uh, yeah, he's joining in with Robert Pattinson, Mark Ruffalo, Tony Collette. It's going to be a fun time. Good. I'm glad that he's starting to get more work. I mean, he's he's going to be in Nope. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know he's been in other stuff, too, besides Walking Dead. But I'm glad to see that he's finally getting more more work so that he can be more well-known besides, you know, just Glenn from right. The Walking Dead. Right, right. And so, um, yeah, basically, Mickey Seven uh, is that, like we, like I said, we were talking about it before, where it follows Mickey Seven, who is an expendable, a disposable employee on a human expedition sent to colonize an ice world, Niflheim. That's right. Okay, yep. And then when, it's, when there's something that's too dangerous or even suicidal, they send Mickey. Mm-hmm. And then after one, okay, after one iteration dies, a new body is regenerated with most of his memories intact. After six deaths, Mickey Seven understands the terms of his deal and why it was the only colonial position unfilled when he took it. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So basically what they're saying is that with this movie, it, given some of Bong Joon-ho's previous adaptations and stuff, it'll probably be a very loose adaptation, mm-hmm. but it will be inspired by the novel. Oh, cool. Okay. At least that's what it, like I said, given past 
adaptations that this director has done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we'll have to we'll have to see how it goes. I like it. All right, sounds good. Okay, and then we have that uh, barbarian movie. I think we talked about it last week, where it's like they yep. okay. they go into the B and B, and it's uh, Bill Skarsgård. That's right. That's the one that we were talking about. If we saw uh, what's his face, Justin Long, in it or not? Yep. And in this, yep. Okay. In the uh, article that I have here, it says the movie, which also stars Justin Long. So <laughs> fantastic. Nice. Uh, but yeah, it looks like this one will actually be being delayed by week, week and a half. Okay. All right. So instead of being released at the very end of August, it's going to be released September 9th. Okay. So not too crazy, but you know, that's kind of the same time period that a lot of horror movies tend to be released. Mm -hmm. And so like it and it chapter two were both released at the beginning of September of in their respective years. It sure did. Yeah. It should be fun. Most of well, you're not going to see it, but no, No, not at all. (laughs) I don't blame you, but it looks like, you know, if you like horror movies, you like kind of just kind of blah in your face kind of stuff it should be fun time and it's got bill skarsgård who's just creepy looking in general and he fully owns it to play the the really sketchy kind of characters he sure does he's perfect for it mm-hmm. <clears throat> but speaking of horror mm-hmm. the monsters ah apparently has wrapped filming oh okay so uh basically rob zombie had sent out a, a thing on instagram saying that hey we're done and it's uh, it's still just the three the three characters that we saw before. Uh, uh, I'm so worried, but like I I, I don't want to be worried, but I hope that they're gonna have more. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, we we know that there's a ton of people in the movie. Right. 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 But at the same time, it's just kind of like all we ever really see is the three main characters. Hmm. Uh, I'm very interested to see how this goes. I I can't pass judgment yet until I see a full trailer that isn't like the opening of the TV show. Right. Right. <laughs> so they've been in Budapest for the last couple of months. Yeah. Filming all of this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> we got to reserve our judgment until we see more. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So basically they, they're kind of talking about how uh sorry i'm just looking at at these pictures that rob zombie put on instagram all right and it's i don't know i i don't know um sorry so basically (laughs) you know it's 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 one of those things where you know they talked about people that are in the movie and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but like you know butch patrick we said was was brought in but not Mm -hmm. as eddie munster pat priest has been brought in we don't know who she's playing if it's going to be like an older portrayal of marilyn maybe since she was like you know human Mm -hmm. and age is like a human Mm -hmm. if it's set in modern times you know as basically a uh, continuation of the tv series we don't know we don't know that but there's that possibility because they aren't showing their stuff or who pat priest is going to be playing right but then they also haven't shown any Eddie Munster. Right. Uh, which is weird because they apparently have brought back the one episode wonder, Zombo. Oh, with the robot? Okay. No, no, that was that was the Tin Man. Or, okay, alright. Yeah. Yeah, so Zombo is is I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to see how it goes. Sounds like a plan. <sighs> I don't know, man. I was I was I was I was excited at first, but I've just gotten worried and worried and worried. I mean, I'm worried too. I'm right there with you, but I it's Rob Zombie. I have to I have to try and give a little bit of positive energy that it is going to be at least somewhat decent because he is such a fan and I don't think he would do them wrong, but yet who knows? We right. just don't know. Right. All right. Well, with that, that starts to kind of bring us into our trailers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis, do you have anything else you want to say about any of the stuff that we were talking about here? I can't think of anything. 
All right. Well, make sure you visit us at Facebook. We're Facebook.com slash Movies Are a Thing. We also are on Twitter and Instagram at Movies Are Thing. No spaces, dash, slashes, anything like that. At Movies Are a Thing. Come on by and say hi. We would like that very much. Even though I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Ah, ha, ha. Ah, ha, ha. Ah, Into our first trailer for Clerks 3. We had a trailer drop from Kevin Smith of Clerks 3. Yes. Holy cow. <laughs> oh, I'm so ready for this. I, I wanna I wanna see it. Have you seen Clerks 2? I haven't found it. Really? Okay. I haven't easily found it, I should say. Yeah, every <laughs> once in a while I'll search for it and I can't find it, so So I, I would definitely go back and watch those t- like Clerks one and two before you see this. Mm. Because it looks like there's some characters from the sequel coming back. Yeah. So I can rent it on Apple TV for three ninety nine. Boo, Apple. Right? Sorry, so, Apple. We want you to sponsor us. That's, <laughs> if, you, if you want to go ahead and sponsor us, that'd be great. We'd really love it if, uh, if you wanted to sponsor us, Apple TV. Thank you very much. Okay, bye. <laughs> that's a call great. <laughs> I haven't done that for a while. No, you haven't. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yes, yeah, so we have Clerks 3, uh, which apparently is only going to be in theaters two days mm-hmm. so make sure you get your tickets if you want to see it september 13th and 15th it's going to be one of those fathom event releases also heard that uh i know kevin smith has been known to like do like the q a part of it but then like he'll be live and you can he'll do like a q a with it as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if that'll be happening with this movie or not, but um, that'd be pretty cool if they did. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So basically with the trailer that we were kind of talking about here, uh, <laughs> Randall suffers a near-fatal heart attack, mm-hmm. which inspires him to write a script for a movie that will involve all of his friends. Yes. <laughs> which, surprise, surprise, Kevin Smith wrote this after he having a, a near-fatal heart attack. Yep. So, but yeah, like like you were saying, a lot of the a lot of people are returning or coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fred Armisen, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Ben Affleck, Bake make yeah. cameos. Yep. Uh. <laughs> oh, what did Ben Affleck say again? Uh, he had the the one line that he had. Oh yeah, he was he was it was Fred Armisen, Sarah Michelle Gellar, and Ben Affleck. They kind of cut it all together of. I'm not even supposed to be here today. Yep. <laughs> uh. And then, you know, they, they obviously had to poke fun at uh, Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> because, I mean, it wouldn't be a Clerks movie without Jay and Silent Bob, even though they are, you know, not even <laughs> tertiary characters at this point. Right. <laughs> man, that's how we did it in the 90s, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i'm super excited for this uh it should be it should be a good time uh if i can find like i want to see this in theaters i definitely do so if i can do it i'm i'm gonna do it september 13th and 15th perfect all right well i mean that uh that kind of brings us into our next trailer Mm -hmm. for amsterdam which holy cow that was a trailer Uh, it sure was uh, so basically, it's a lot of people that you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Margot Robbie, Christian Bale is in it with a fake eye. What? Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> Anya Taylor Joy is in there. Rami Malek, Timothy Oliphant, uh, Chris Rock is in there. Mm-hmm. There's uh, a stack. John cast. David Washington. Sorry. What was that? I said it is a stack cast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mike Myers was in there too. He sure was. Yeah like okay sorry um but yeah basically christian bale and uh john david washington and um margot robbie mm-hmm. all kind of formed this really tight-knit group in world war ii mm-hmm. or no sorry world war one must have been because it's set in the 30s ah uh, okay uh they witness a murder they become suspects themselves and they have to uncover this outrageous plot but Chris, like I said, Christian Bale has a fake eye, mm-hmm. which is unexpected. Uh, yeah, just a little bit. I was like, huh, what? Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, but yes, it looks like a lot of fun. 
question. Yes. Did this trailer at all remind you of another movie that David O. Russell did? Because I got major, like, I got major American Hustle vibes out of it. Okay. I can see that. Absolutely. And it might just be because it has Christian Bale in it, but... uh, And Margot Robbie? And, well, Margot Robbie... Instead of Jennifer Lawrence? Exactly, right. And Anna Taylor-Joy instead of Amy Adams. There you go. There you go. And uh, I forget who else, but then there's Bradley Cooper. (laughs) But anyways, that's besides the point. Right, Uh, right. (laughs) Right. I think it looks good. I I do want to see it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be another period piece. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean, he's shown that he can he can do some you know pretty good, pretty good stuff with period pieces. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, Christian Bale is such a great actor. I mean, I I really didn't really didn't get to talk about it, but when I saw Thor, I thought he was fantastic as Gore. Mm-hmm. He did a really good job, and I know these are totally different characters, but he can play either like a face or a villain or a heel mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know he can, he can be a billionaire playboy philanthropist just yep. in the dc version <laughs> of it uh <laughs> or he can be kind of a, a a slimy you know day trader on the stock market or you know can play a insomniac fighter and yeah all within a couple of months of each other and then have a serious meltdown on the set because somebody walked in. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, somebody's phone went off, right? It was somebody. Yes, that's right. It was. Or no, 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 no. It was. No, you were you were right. You were right. Because it was. Was it that? Okay. James Cameron, if anybody's phone went off, he would have had a nail gun. That's the story mm-hmm. is he had a nail gun and he would nail their gun to the, the wall or nail their <laughs> phone to the wall. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah. Apparently, some some person walked into the shot, and Christian Bale lost it a little bit. Just a little bit, and that was Just on the set. For, that was on for Terminator Salvation, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Amsterdam trailer looks pretty good. November of this year. Can't wait. Woo, woo, woo. Moving on to our next trailer mm-hmm. for Day Shift, which what? This looks like so much fun. It does. <laughs> It is Jamie Foxx uh-huh. uh, and Dave Franco as vampire hunters. Uh-huh. And uh, they are, or Jamie Foxx is friends with Snoop Dogg. Sure is. Who gets him back into the vampire hunters union <laughs> in order to make money to keep his wife and daughter from moving away. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it looks insane. It's going to Netflix August mm-hmm. 12th, so in a month. Yep. And I don't know, when it first started up, it gave me very much Project Power vibes. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Like, I mean, not just because Jamie Foxx was also in Project Power, but just kind of the the way that it was shot and the color palette mm-hmm. reminded me very much of Project Power. I, I, I could see that definitely. Okay. If you ever, if you, if any of our listeners have ever watched that movie, uh, it, yeah. I've been wanting to see that one because I heard from you it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like it's going to be, or Day Shift is going to be a lot like Project Power where, you know, might not have the the best writing. It might not have the best effects or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But it'll look good. It'll be a nice, you know, kind of getaway. It'll be a fun movie to watch. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know. We'll, We'll have to see. And definitely not for kids. Right. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. Apparently, mm-hmm. the director of Day Shift mm-hmm. has done a lot of stunts. Really? Okay. Ranging back to 1987. Oh my god. Wow. Okay. Uh, and then there's a little, little known movie in 1995 called Mortal Kombat. That he was the stunt double for Lyndon Ashby. Really? Okay. He did stunts for Batman and Robin, Mortal okay. Kombat Annihilation, Blade, Wild Wild West, Three Kings, going back to David O. Russell. <laughs> uh, the 2001 Planet of the Apes, gotcha, gotcha. Scorpion King, stunts uncredited. Okay. Uh, let's see here. 
2003 Daredevil. Okay. Let's see here. He was the stunt double for Bull in Triple X State of the Union. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, stunts in Ultraviolet. Okay. And let's see here. X Men Origins Wolverine. He was the stunt coordinator. Okay. And looks like he did some, some uncredited stunts in Avatar. Okay. Uh, Edge of Darkness. Uh, stunt coordinator for additional photography uncredited for Total Recall 2012. Stunt coordinator for Argo. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Hold on. Hold on. Fight choreographer and stunt coordinator for Old Boy in 2013. So that's the Josh Brolin one? That would be Josh Brolin, yeah. Fight choreographer, stunt coordinator, and stunts for Expendables 3. Okay. Stunt co- coordinator for Spy. That was a weird movie. <laughs> he was the supervising stunt coordinator for John Wick Chapter 2. Ooh. Uh, stunt coordinator for F9, the Fast Saga. Yeah. So he's done a lot of stunts, ranging back a, a little while. I'm just happy that that he worked on Blade, and that makes me happy, because that's what this reminds me of. He did do stunts for the rundown as well. Oh, even better. I love that movie. <laughs> but now he's, he, this is, like I said, this is his first directorial mm-hmm. uh, debut. Let me see. I want to see one thing here quick. They got the cinematographer from Get Out okay. and uh, Happy Death Day to You. Ooh. Interesting. Interesting. Fantastic. I just, okay. It, it just, it just seems so much like uh, Project Power, like the, the shots in it that I wanted to see if there was any other connection mm-hmm. between them but I guess not uh, but yes Day Shift looks fantastic looks like a, just a fun action comedy kind of wait a second okay I thought I saw a name that I did not see oh Scott oh, yeah. Adkins is in this too okay do you know who Scott Adkins is uh, the name sounds familiar but you're gonna have to uh, you're gonna have to shock my mind <laughs> uh, well let's see here if we go back is this actor yeah Okay, hold on. Let's see here. I gotta get to the... Wait, what? What? I don't know what's going on, man. Uh, okay, so uh, for some reason I was kind of confusing him a little bit with Ray Park, but... Oh. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> uh, Scott Adkins, one of, the, one of the first ones that I kind of, I guess, really know him from mm-hmm. is uh, a, a certain Origins movie of an X-Men named Wolverine where okay. he was uh weapon 11 he was weighed after the operations wait what so after all of the operations and everything it was not ryan reynolds that played weapon 11 that wasn't that wasn't ryan i always thought that was ryan reynolds okay that was scott adkins gotcha okay and then he was uh hector in expendables 2 john in zero dark 30 um he was he was the uh, what you call it, henchman, I guess, basically, uh, that Doctor Strange fought in the spirit realm thing, in the hospital. Uh, okay, yep. So like, yeah, he was that was him. Um, he's done a lot of other stuff too. He's gonna be in John Wick Chapter Four. Ooh, okay. But yeah, apparently he's in Lights Out. Should be fun. Uh, Day Shift Look, trailer looks good though. <laughs> yes, it does. It very much does. It looks like a bloody good time. Exactly. Exactly. All right, uh, the next trailer that we have is for The Woman King, which I didn't even know that this movie was being made, like, at all. I heard a little bit about it, but I just hadn't seen anything until, obviously, we watched the trailer today. Mm. I mean, I did see the trailer when it when it dropped, but, like, I don't I don't know. I, like, so it, it has Viola Davis as the main character. Mm-hmm. John Boyega is in it as well. Mm-hmm. But basically, it's about... Or I guess I'll just read this here. A historical epic inspired by the true events that happened in the kingdom of uh, Dahomey, one of the most powerful states of Africa in the 18th and 19th centuries. Okay. And so this is basically when the slave trade is happening. Mm-hmm. And, you know, their people are being taken. The You know, there are some groups that are basically selling out other groups uh, to be sold as slaves. And I don't know, this... It looks amazing. Mm-hmm. It looks really well shot. And it looks like a very, you know, compelling story, honestly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see if we get any more trailers coming in. Uh, looks like it's being released mid-September. Okay. 
did it seem like it was like it was a little bit too stylized in like the action parts of it like a, a little bit yeah and i mean i think the the accents were getting me a little bit too me too yeah but at the same time i said the exact same thing about joseph gordon levitt and his french accent <laughs> oh yep <laughs> back when that movie came out and then uh-huh. i went and watched the movie and it was you know fine within five minutes you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i don't know i just i guess it's just you know kind of viola davis that you don't expect that accent coming from her right right but again i'll go back to, to uh, joseph gordon levitt you know where i'm sure within five minutes it'll be fine I certainly hope so. I still want to see this, though. I think it looks good. It does look good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think our next trailer does look pretty good, too. Oh, it does. I have a few things to say about it, but... <laughs> okay. The next one is Emily the Criminal, which has, stars Aubrey Plaza. Mm-hmm. Great seeing, you know, seeing her get some more roles. It sure does, yeah. Uh, but basically, the main character, Emily, has a lot of debt, and has a little bit of a criminal record, like a very minor mm-hmm. criminal record, and so gets locked out of the job market. Mm-hmm. And so she finds basically a little gig at buying stuff with stolen credit cards. Yep. Uh, it looks like her and the person that is supplying these credit cards kind of, you know, there there's some sparks there. Uh, just a few, just a few. <laughs> One or two. Yep. <laughs> and uh, kind of gets going into a bigger and bigger criminal activities i guess you would say mm-hmm. and uh i mean it looks like it gets very very intense holy cow like box cutter knife to the throat kind of intense yeah that made me nervous i was like yeah. oh my <laughs> yeah yeah uh but yeah it was the one thing that kind of just kind of put a weird taste in my mouth i guess okay. was the very very end where Aubrey Plaza is just sitting in the car and they're like, you know what my mistake was? I didn't go far enough. And it's just kind of mm-hmm. like, oh, uh, okay. Just like a very kind of cliche line, I guess. That and a very, cli- a very cliche line. And also too, like, I hope that they don't go above and beyond the violent factor because that just makes me think that it's going to just be over the top and i love over the top but there's just some movies where it just doesn't fit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and something like that it seems like it's going to be kind of a redemption story so i i just don't know i i don't know about that yeah i i i, I don't think it's going to be a redemption story yeah i feel like she's going to be going down a dark path that she won't be able to get herself out of mm-hmm. and uh, it might it should be fun to see <laughs> absolutely because abby plaza sh- she's usually always done comedies so in something like a thrillerish action role that mm-hmm. should be right up my alley right right well i mean i guess that was kind of comedy too mm-hmm. in uh legion oh yeah but that, that was kind of more of a you know kind of mystery thriller kind of a mm-hmm. little bit of comedy mm-hmm. i keep forgetting about that show I mean, it was, it, was, it was pretty good, you know. Oh, it was. It was, for sure. And then, uh, so, I mean, that is our last trailer here, though. Okay. Which brings us to our movies that we have for this week. Woot. <laughs> Finally. Jeez. God. The first movie that we have for this week is Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank. Oh, sorry. Let me rephrase. Pause of Fury, The Legend of Hank which is rated PG and will be nationwide. A down-on-his-luck hound finds himself in a town full of cats who need a hero to defend them from a ruthless villain's evil plot to wipe their village off the map. With help from a reluctant trainer, the underdog must assume the role of fearsome samurai and team up with the felines to save the day. The only problem is they all hate dogs. IMDb Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. It's got a great cast. Okay, so I feel like this is one of those movies where people are just in it for a paycheck. Very much so, yes. And so they're just kind of phoning it in. Mm -hmm. Even though it has Michael Cera, Ricky Gervais, George Takei, Gabriel Iglesias, Mel Brooks, Jaiman Hansu, Michelle Yeoh, Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, 
it's got a cast. It sure does. But, I mean, it, it's one of those things where I remember seeing this somewhere else and it made sense. It, it kind of put, put words to what I had been feeling where there are a lot of movies that are just being made to, you know, just a, a quick little cash grab in the, mm-hmm. especially in the kids market mm-hmm. where they'll have just all of these, ama- all of this amazing talent, mm-hmm. but they're just phoning it in for the paycheck and the, the, the studio is just, just making it for the paycheck really. You know, the animators and the, the directors and stuff might actually want to make this movie, but it's not getting the attention and the, um, not respect, but the love that it deserves kind of thing. I get that. I get that. Uh, uh, Ferdinand comes you, to mind. Ferdinand, for sure. Uh, Norm of the North. Oh, Norm of the North. Oh, how did I forget about that one? <laughs> Storks. <laughs> Pinocchio. Uh, Pinocchio. With John Heater. Yep. Oh, that's right. On Polly Shore. And Polly Shore. <laughs> I just want to be a real boy. I mean, that even had more emotion than. I can't. I can't even do that little emo- That little amount of emotion that Polly Shore seemed to have. <laughs> Oh, and Polly Shore is not some like great actor though either. So I mean, he's not. Just... <laughs> but when it when when it calls for it, he can he can put on a performance. He is wheezing the juice. <laughs> That's the Leaning Tower of Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of, I saw that they have a pen out there that has that. Really? Yes. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be a nice movie to kind of you know bring bring the kids to just to keep them quiet for an hour and 37 minutes um mm-hmm. i guess really an hour and a half after you know credits and stuff right <laughs> but yeah it's just yeah this is a big no for me dog yeah i i, I just can't no no there's you mean no a big no for you hank exactly yes i like that <laughs> for those that didn't quite get it hank is the dog um <laughs> Because jokes are funnier when you have to explain them, right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I just... Uh, it's unfortunate, you know? I mean, it's a decent premise. Mm-hmm. But just, I feel like what the studio gave them to be able to execute their vision and what the what the voice talent kind of gave them was just kind of, eh. So, yeah, I can definitely feel that. We'll see how it goes. The next no, movie that we have... Oh, sorry. No, we won't. I said no, we won't because we're not going to watch it. <laughs> well, there's that too. There's that too. The next movie that we have is Where the Crawdads Sing, which is rated PG-13 and will be released nationwide. Mm-hmm. Where the Crawdads Sing tells the story of Kaya, an abandoned girl who raised herself to adulthood in the dangerous marshlands of North Carolina. For years, rumors of the marsh girl haunted Barkley Cove, isolating the sharp and resilient Kaya from her community. Drawn to two young men from town, Kaya opens herself to a new and startling world. But when one of them is found dead, she is immediately cast by the community as the main suspect. As the case unfolds, the verdict as to what actually happened becomes increasingly unclear, threatening to reveal the many secrets that lay within the marsh. IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and Metacritic did not have a score for this one. This one looks intense. It does, and I want to see this. Mm Mm-hmm. So this one is based off of a book as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it it looks really intense. It's drama mystery thriller kind of thing. Uh, it's going to be a period piece from back in the 50s, I believe, looks like. It looked like something like that, yeah. All the vehicles kind of screamed 50s, so. Yeah. Uh, but. So I thought I saw in the credits for in the trailer that Reese Witherspoon had her hands in this. Is this her production company or... Yeah, I think she she had a hand in producing it. I don't know if it's actually her production company. Okay. Oh, uh, let's see here. Yep. Reese Witherspoon, executive producer, produced uh, produced by. Gotcha. Okay. Then I was going to look at Hello Sunshine. Oh, that okay. Hello Sunshine is the production company that had that was with Reese Witherspoon's name, right? I believe so. 
Hello Sunshine was founded by Reese Witherspoon. Yay. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Woo, pat on the back. I mean, there's there's not a lot of, like, really known names in here, mm-hmm. I guess. And I'm kind of okay with that, because mm-hmm. it gives other people the time to shine. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so, basically, the main character is going to be played by Daisy Edgar Jones, mm-hmm. who has done a lot of, like, little TV series and TV miniseries and stuff. Mm-hmm. So... She was Marianne on Normal People, the TV miniseries. Okay. And then the TV series War of the Worlds, she was Emily Grisham, if you okay. ever watched that. I never did, but okay. But yeah, I mean, like, just watching the trailer, it looks like she she's, she did a, a pretty darn good job. Mm-hmm. And, like, this might, be, this might be one to see this weekend. Most definitely. I mean, there's not a whole... I mean, there's a little bit for everybody this weekend, but I feel like this is going to be the most popular one of the weekend. I have a feeling that you're right. Yeah. And then if any theaters are doing discount days, I think our last movie will probably be the, <laughs> the most popular with that one. Um, <laughs> but moving on to our next our next movie here, we have The Deer King, which is rated R and will be uh, a nationwide release. Mm-hmm. In the years following a vicious war, the Emperor of Zol now controls the land and citizens of rival Aquafa, except for Aquafa's fire horse territory, where wild dogs that once carried the de- deadly black wolf fever continue to roam free. When a pack of dogs race through a Zol-controlled mine, Van, an enslaved foremost, former soldier, and a young girl named Yuna are both bitten, but manage to escape as the sole survivors of the attack. Finally free, Van and Yuna seek out a simple, peaceful existence in the countryside, but as the deadly disease once again runs rampant, they find themselves at a crossroads of a struggle much larger than any one nation. IMDb has a score of 6.5 out of 10, Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 60%, and Metacritic did not have a score. This looks really good. It does. Uh, So this one is animated. Uh, It's an anime coming from uh, Japan, Mm -hmm. I believe. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Yep. And it looked like they were saying that. So this is this is the first time for the director, uh, Masashi Ando. Mm-hmm. But he worked in the animation department of a lot of other big movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, let's see here. He was the he was the animation or supervising animator. On Princess Mononoke. Okay. The animation director on Spirited Away. Okay. And then, uh, see here, there's another one that kind of caught my eye. The animation director and supervising animator of Your Name. Which, I've did you ever watch I, Your Name? I haven't, but I've heard it's fantastic. It is, it is fantastic. Okay. Um, so, again, you know, it, this, it's an animation coming from Japan, but Your mm. Name is, is very much a a good movie uh apparently it's rated pg which is kind of surprising i guess but uh yeah it is it is a very very good name or very good movie okay where here i I guess i can kind of tell you uh two strangers find themselves linked in a bizarre way when a connection forms will distance be the only thing to keep them apart but basically like two like school-aged kids end up Mm -hmm. switching bodies oh and then they also, you know, once they, um, you know, there, there's some other stuff that kind of goes on and I really don't want to get into anything cause I don't want to spoil anything, okay. but it is a very good movie. Excellent. I'll have to find that. Um, uh, but yes, <laughs> the deer King looks amazing. I really want to watch it. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's going to tug at your heartstrings a little bit. Uh, very much so. Yes. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I said, that one is going to be a nationwide release as well. Okay. I like so it. You might be able to find uh, a subbed version and a dubbed version. Never know. Ooh, you might have to okay. look around for that. Definitely, definitely. Uh, but that brings <laughs> us to our last movie of the night. All right. And that movie is Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris, which is rated PG and will be a nationwide release. Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris tells the story of a widowed cleaning lady in the 1950s London who falls madly in love with a couture Dior dress and decides that she must have one of her own. 
After she works, starves, and gambles to raise the funds to pursue her dream, she embarks on an adventure to Paris which will change not only her own outlook, but the very future of the House of Dior. IMDb has this one at a 7.7 .7 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes is sitting at a 92%, and Metacritic did not have a score. So, I have no plans on seeing this, but I know it's going to do well because I foresee this being a $5 Tuesday senior citizen just like let's go out and go watch a movie sort of mm -hmm. situation <laughs> yeah i mean like obviously the you know there'll be other other people that want to go watch this movie that aren't within oh, sure. that demographic but right like you said i feel like that's going to be the main demographic going to watch this movie <laughs> yes. um i mean it it doesn't look bad it doesn't it look doesn't, bad at no. all no not at all just not necessarily our kind of movie exactly like where's the shooting where's the <laughs> yes house of dior shooting that's the first thing i think of yeah where's the the gratuitous violence where's the <laughs> sure let's go with that sure you know what i mean though <laughs> i i know i know i got gotcha. you yeah, i got gotcha. you yeah um but yeah i mean it's it looks very much like a I wouldn't say cutesy, but, like, not really, like, high, high stakes. Mm-hmm. Okay, or, like this critic says here, enchanting. That's a good word. I like that. Okay. I, I really like that word. Yeah. Uh, based off of the trailers that we watched, that's kind of what I would call this one. Most definitely. It's very enchanting. Very nice. All right. Travis. Yes, sir. That is our last movie of the week. Oh. Out of the four movies that we talked about. Yes. Which ones are you going to go see, and which ones are you going to go see first? Ooh, um, okay. Pause of Fury, that's a no. Mm -hmm. Where the Crawdads sing, I want to see it. Also want to see the Deer King. I would probably go... I'd probably go to Crawdads first, and then Deer King second. Okay, okay. Just to kind of break it up. Very nice. So they're both going to be very heavy, I feel like. Mm -hmm. But kind of that, I think the, the difference between like actual real life and then like animation might kind of break it up a little bit. Oh, I hear you there. Yeah. I hear you there. Very nice. Well, we, we expect to, uh, we expect to hear either high praise or exceptional critiques of both Sounds movies good. next week. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Since, you know, one of us has to go watch these movies, right? <laughs> you do eventually. <laughs> I try to. I try to. You do. Uh, but that brings us to the end of everything here. Travis? Yes? Do you have anything else you want to say? I mean, they could visit us at Facebook.com. Just, just Facebook.com? <laughs> I always forget what it is. Uh, Facebook.com slash movies are a thing. No spaces, de no spaces, dashes, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we also ha ha have a Patreon. We do. Uh, but I'm going to let you talk about that. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> Since you know it off, off of the top of your head. Well, I mean, it's Patreon.com slash movies are a thing. Okay. Also, no spaces, dashes, slash, anything like that at movies are, th or movies are a thing. Uh, we also have a Twitter and Instagram at movies are a thing. Again, no spaces, dash, or slash, anything like that. At movies are a thing. Uh, but yeah, if you want to help support the podcast, like Travis said, we have the Patreon, uh, Facebook, mm -hmm. Twitter, Instagram, all that fun stuff. We would it's love fun. to hear from you guys. Yes. Uh, but with that being said, Travis. Yes. I do believe that it is about that time. Here it comes. Guild your trope. Thank you for listening to Movies Are a Thing. Be sure to tune in next week for more movies and tangents with us. Seven Eleven. I wish we I wish we had a 7-Eleven around here. Right? That'd be nice. Uh, the closest thing now is 
Speedway since they are pretty much in partnership together. So Speedway? Yeah, because now they sell uh, Slurpees. You sell Slurpees. Your face smells sell Slurpee. <laughs> uh, dupe, a dupe, a dupe. Wait, do they have them down here? Ooh. This way, right? Oh, 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 where am I going? There I'm going. So basically, they've got them in like Wisconsin. Ugh. Mm hmm. Ugh. Gross. Rights? How rude. Wait, what? That's kind of weird to me because I always thought that Wisconsin was more of a quick trip sort of area, but it makes sense. There could be more than one gas station. Yeah. Yeah. Watch out for that tree. Watch out for that bang. Ooh, ah, tree. This is the part where we throw our heads back in laughter. Yep. That movie's an underrated gem. It really is. Good thing people of our generation actually appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Just like we appreciate Brendan Fraser, man. That's right. Brendan Fraser's yeah. a bomb. Yes, he is. But then there's the one with Snoop Dogg. Turtle mm-hmm. Nick and Chain. Turtle Nick and Chain. <laughs> Dude, Lonely Island's got some, got some good stuff, man. Oh, they sure do. They sure, sure do. And they've also made some good songs, too. Um... <laughs> Oh, you know what my favorite song of theirs is? What's that? And then uh, we have... Wait, one second. Uh, one second here. I'm trying to remember back, but your computer's faster. Okay, let me double check one thing here quick. Uh, uh, where... Let me just... I'm just going to play it one more time here on my end. Okay. Eat your dinner. Uh. <laughs> Talk about your movies, guys. God. Give me some of your trivia. God. <laughs> I miss trivia. <laughs> me too. Uh, the first Score. movie that we... <laughs> Shatner. What? Spock. Blah. 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 I did not say blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. So we got all the... <gasps> I could close that out. Yay! Yay! You gets to close, close that out a tab. Hmm? He gets to close out a tab. Yay! Yay! Actually, I want to see something here quick. Huh? Okay. Hey, hi. Okay. Okay, how does my voice sound? Does it sound weird at all? You sound a little robotic. But otherwise, li- normal. Just, just a little robotic. That's it. Yeah, just a little bit. Okay, and if I if I go to this one here, there's no difference. There's no difference whatsoever. Cool, 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 cool. Wait, what? Hold on. There's totally a difference. Wait. No, there isn't. Wonder if. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, yeah, it's going through there. Okay, T Pain. No, this one is T Pain. Supposedly. <laughs> I'm on a boat. I'm on a boat. But yeah, the, the voice mod thing. I'll turn. I'll turn that off. Uh, <laughs> the voice mod thing. It's like, yeah, check out our, you know, new AI stuff. You know, got AI DJ and evil AI. Check them out. And it's like, did nothing. Lame. Mm-hmm. Lame sauce. Mm-hmm. 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 French fried potatoes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Wait, what's interesting? Interesting. Uh, the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. Oh, that's on Netflix, isn't it? It is. I it's forgot. a Who? Netflix miniseries. Okay. I just, yeah. Because I had typed in the woman for the Woman mm-hmm. King, and that was the second one. Oh, okay. It was like, oh, okay, that's weird. <laughs> just a little bit. But yeah, no, I was, I was thinking Scott Adkins was Toad in X-Men. <sighs> Okay, alright. But no, that was Ray Park, who was also Darth Maul. He sure was. 
Man, that first X-Men movie. Wow. Do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? <laughs> I sure do. I do too, now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I can remember, I went to go see that opening weekend. It was at Plymouth. Mm-hmm. And I remember it playing and then the movie having to shut off because there must have been a wrap in the projector. Oh, no. And and it burnt through the film. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> opening weekend, you said? Open Opening weekend. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I really need to go to bed, but I'm, like, wide awake now. <laughs> it sucks. But I should, yeah, like I said, I should probably go. All right. Sounds good. All right. Have yourself a good woman. You too. Goodbye now. Goodbye. 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 Son of a b- <laughs>